Welcome to the last episode of Summer Reading Season 1, and a 10-year-old son of a preacher man will be reviewing Wonder, I Funny, and the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm Rebecca Renner. Today my guest is Jackson, who is 10 years old and taking Japanese immersion, where he studies math, science, and health all in Japanese. He loves drawing, designing, and making his own movies on his personal YouTube channel. I want to get serious here for a moment, and I know that there is just too much hate in the world going on right now that we're very aware of, and we worry for our children's future. But when you meet Jackson, you're going to see that empathy is very alive and well. How old were you when you first started reading books on your own? I think first or second grade. Do you know kids at school who don't really like reading that much, or do you think everyone's pretty much a reader? Well, in third grade... Almost no one in my class liked reading, but once we got into fourth grade, if you turned in a reading log, you could get candy and stuff, so that made everyone want to read. Once they started reading, they started loving it. Once I sit down and open the book, I can't stop reading until it's like about to tell the whole secret of the book. I can't stop reading it. What does that feel like, getting stuck? All my surroundings just, like, disappear to me. It's like I'm in the book, and I can understand it better, and I can feel what the characters are feeling. I can see what the characters are seeing. I get, like, really sucked in like I'm there. What do you love about reading? Like, what's the what do, what do you get out of it? I love that it doesn't run out of battery like a computer or anything, and... I can read at any time. How do you know when you found a good book? I never look for specific books. I look for books that look like they would be fun to read. So, like, sometimes I'll read the summary. And I don't want it to be a a really boring book that I won't understand. And I'll know it because it'll just not make any sense in the summary or something like that. Okay, let's start with the book Wonder by R.J. Palacio. Wonder is about a boy named Augie uh, who was born with a cleft palate. And because of that, like, he's been a little sheltered, he's been homeschooled. But they decide to enroll him in private school, and the story begins there. Well, I really like Wonder because it's a great book. I feel like it's really realistic because a lot of things I feel like connects to me in my life, like... Um, the bullying and how he fits in even though he has a deformed face. And I just think it's a really nice book. So you felt like there was a lot of bullying in the book? Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about what happens in the book of him getting bullied? The popular kid, um, one of his friends went to being friends with Augie. He didn't like that, so he started writing notes about Augie. Was there anything in there that you personally connected to? Yes, because there are a couple of different kids in our grade who are not the same as us. And there's this one kid, everyone used to be not so nice to him, but then everyone was really nice to him because we all got to know him. He ended up being really nice. And I just thought that really reflected on the book Wonder. You can't judge someone just by like looking at them, like the saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Kind of like that. Which is really appropriate because we're talking about books. Yeah. (laughs) The book seemed a little serious and kind of sad a little bit. Do you like serious books? This book 
it's funny at parts, but it's also really sad. And I really like it because there are many different perspectives of the story. I like how you can see what other people in the story thought besides like one person just narrating the whole story. Cool. How did you find out about this book? Was it like a teacher give it to you or? Um, our teacher, Miss Adams, she was reading it and I thought it would be a great book. So I read um, Wonder and right now I'm reading the sequel, Augie and Me. Cool, and who would you recommend it to? It looks like a pretty thick book, but once you get into it, it's hard to like stop. I would recommend it for third graders and up because some of the words are a little hard to understand. So I think it would be easier if you were older to understand it. Did you feel like there was a moral of the story? Yes. You shouldn't think that someone's bad just because they look different than you. You should try to get to know them the best you can. That is a great lesson. From one being the least and five being the most. So how many stars would you give this one? I would probably give it a five because I really loved it. It was a great book. We're moving on to the next one, which is called I Funny. And that's by James Patterson and Chris Grabenstein. And this one um, is about a boy named Jamie who wants to become the world's greatest stand-up comedian. You and me both, kid. Um, So he... It turns out lives with his uncle, aunt, and a bullying cousin named Steve, which made me, there's that bullying thing again. But this is a funny book, but it also has a bully in it. Um, And also, Jamie is in a wheelchair. I get most of the jokes I tell my friends from that book. He always makes jokes about how he's a stand-up comedian, but he's not actually standing up. (laughs) And during the hurricane that happens where he lives, He pulls everyone together with his jokes, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Being a stand-up comedian, is that something you might want to try one day? Yeah, I think it's, I think it would be something fun to do, but I, I probably wouldn't do it as a job, because from that book, he moved around a lot, and I like staying in the same place, because... When you're moving a lot, you don't really get the chance, like when you're in hotels all the time and stuff like that, you don't really get the chance to just relax, sit down, you know, watch TV. Yeah, I don't think I would like the traveling part either. Yeah. Um, You said you tell your friends jokes from this book, so tell us one of the jokes, one of your favorite ones. It was two of Winnie the Pooh's friends. It's like, why did they go down the toilet to find Pooh? (laughs) Because <laughs> it was Winnie the Pooh. So have you ever written jokes that were about your life? Yeah, but I sort of don't write jokes. They just, like, come out of my mouth. I would be terrible with a script because I would get so nervous and then my hands would get all sweaty. Like he did the first time he went up on stage, he choked. His hands would get all sweaty, his feet would get all sweaty. Then once he got on stage... Everyone would start looking at him like, um, can we start? And he would just be sweating there. I thought it was interesting that he actually ended up doing them every time, and he made it to the finals and ended up winning. How old is he in the story? I think he was 14 or 13, but then there's also I Even Funnier and I Totally Funniest. 
about the finals and the championships. Was there any um, moral of the story in this book that you got or just a lot of laughs? I think the moral is never stop even when you think you can't accomplish it. There's always a way to do it. All the other comedians that had lost were jealous, so they would say, they're only letting you win because you're in a wheelchair, except a few of his friends. If someone's sort of picking on you or whatever, you're just like, oh, just make them laugh. Yes, whenever someone's bullying me, I just shake it off because usually it's just one of my friends joking around. It's just sometimes people can get a little aggressive. And so usually I just shake it off because I know tomorrow um, it'll be fine. That is so good. You're a very healthy kid. Okay, so when on a scale from one to five, what would you give this one? Hmm. I'd probably give it a four because it was a good book, but at the same time, it it was a bad book because there were a lot of things that were just gross in that book. Like, like Winnie the Pooh? Like, yeah, like <laughs> that. And there was a lot of kissing. It was just... Kissing? Who's he yeah. kissing? Um, three different girls in all three <sighs> of the books. He sounds pretty popular. Yeah. So you're, you're not at that age yet where kissing is kind of cool. And the girls are still gross. Cody, yeah. Cooties and all that fun stuff. Do they even say Cooties anymore? I don't know. No, that's only in like kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> you're much older than that. All right, last book, and I am super excited to talk about this one. Guinness Book of World Records. I've heard you read like four of them cover to cover, and I loved these books when I was a kid. Um, you know, and I, was, I would always try and find something that wasn't in there so that I could break that record. Do you do that too? Do you were like, okay, they've already got biggest bubble, bubblegum bubble ever blown, and, you know, I don't have a cat that weighs like 50,000 pounds, you know, so... Do you yourself, you said, you told me earlier you wanted to be a diver when you grow up. Is this, could that be something that um, you break a record in? Well, there's this one record that me and my friend think we can beat because it looks really easy, but I'm sure it is not. It's most lemons caught blindfolded in 30 seconds. And the world record is 15, and we think we could beat that. We would probably... We, it would probably take us a few tries and some practice, but we think we could beat it. And, like, I just think Guinness Book of World Records, to me, it's a really good book. And when I look at those records, when me and my friends look at those records, we all say that we think we could do better. Yeah. Because you read four of them cover to cover, I thought maybe one of your records you could break is most Guinness Book of World Records books ever read. Um and that would just be really ironic. When you think you can beat the lemon one, do you blindfold each other and then, like, throw little tiny Nerf balls at each other to practice? We're not going to have, like, 45 lemons just on us. So we practice with, like, basketball and stuff. I know um, for the football one, it's most caught and held blindfolded. And I don't know if that's for the lemon one. Or if you can just drop them after you've caught them. So we've tried a few different things. We honestly think we could beat it. But 
So do a lot of people, and they're really hard to beat because it's throughout the whole world. It's not just in America. It's not just, it's crazy. So why do you love the book so much? Because I actually started reading Most Interesting 5,000 Facts. I read that book first. It took me a long time. But then I started reading Instagram World Records. They were easy. They had pictures. I really liked them because you could actually like see what it looked like to have these crazy records like broken i think it's a little aspirational too like what you said when you said oh we could beat that right so then all of a sudden you have this purpose and you're like maybe you can end up in the book that you read a lot of so who would you recommend these books to someone who is looking for a book to read between books i read them from cover to cover but most of my friends We'll just open the book every once in a while to read like a page or two. I like it because it's not one of those books that you have to read from cover to cover. It's just the records are really interesting to me. So on a scale from one to five, what would you give this book? I would give the books that I've read all five because they. I think it's an amazing series. I think... Um, They're great books. I don't think they're hard because though they may look thick, they have maybe seven different records per page, but it's not a lot compared to the other record books I've read because the other record books I've read, it's just dense text. But in the Gizmo World Records, there's actually pictures, which I think is really cool. On today's show... I learned that teaching kids about embracing diversity and being empathetic can be done by letting them see many different perspectives, and perhaps finding power in what makes them special could lead them to greatness, like breaking a world record. Thank you for listening and sharing summer reading. It's been so much fun, and we here at USA Today hope you've enjoyed it, learned a little from it, and will continue to encourage your kids to expand their minds, imaginations, and their worldviews through great books.